And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. drop-in money and broadcast school has really paid off at still smooth productions <laughs> oh big golf huh all right well see you later and the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world i think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and chipotle at st bales Actually, welcome back into all senseless members, all um, all of those of you who have decided, intentionally indulged in the loss of thought for roughly an hour. We're we're loving it. We're we're glad that you are with us. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. This is where you've either fallen into, been trapped, or have found yourself. The red light is on. Red light means stop thinking, get a little senseless with us on 6-17-2020. That is June 17th of the year 2020. And I I just had to stop and look at 6 and be like, "Ah, that's not May. What comes after May? That's June. Yeah. It is June 6th, 17th. 5, 6, and 7. Get a little wonky every once in a while for me. Yeah. Um, but I am I am a known member of of the non calendar folk. <laughs> I, I struggle with months sometimes. Whoa. That's what phones are for. Thank you. Okay, this is episode one sixteen. I wanted to du- last week. Well, we've been off for a week, so this is two weeks really since they've listened. And but we are back now. We missed last week. Um, there was, there, we talked about it actually. There just wasn't that much to talk about. There, there was like, this might happen, but there was no like, this is happening. <laughs> so that's kind of rough for us to talk about like, oh, this might happen. And then like the next day, you, there's nothing worse than we record on like a Thursday and then Friday we hear the thing we talked about, uh, didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we didn't want to we didn't want to do one of those. Speaking of recording on days that aren't Friday, it's Wednesday. Uh, that's the seventeenth. That's the seventeenth you're hearing. Um, it is Wednesday, and we are recording now. Unprecedented. Yeah, we have tea times tomorrow. We had yes. we thought we were going to have one Friday, but we we are intent busy otherwise on Friday. So we were like, hey, we got to get back at it. Can't miss two weeks in a row. Nope. Um, so we're making it happen when we when we have the ability to make it happen. Uh, we also missed last week. You know, there was a in in my clan, extended clan. There was a lot happening. Uh, multiple people people moving. So I 
was uh, helping with that pretty much all weekend. It was like a like another job, but hey, you know, you got to help family when it when you can help family. And even bigger news, got a new nephew. Uh, last week, yep, big congratulations. Big congratulations to podcast friend and co and, and sometimes co-host the at uh, the captain. Podcast personality, the captain. Absolutely. Uh, the captain had, had a, his first kid, his first son, his firstborn son, if you will. Yes! That's awesome! Uh, Huge. So, yeah, big, big deal. Got to meet him last weekend. Crushing it. The new parents are crushing it. Kids crushing it. Um, the captain's super happy. Said that the kid seems pretty chill. So he's hoping that stays the the same for the next eighteen years. Uh, big big was, thumbs up to your to the younger brother to yeah. our friend our our podcast co host our podcast listener. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to extend a big congratulations to that happy family. And guess what? When and the one that we're guaranteed to have another listener. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Exactly, guaranteed <laughs> another listener. Um, yeah. So congratulations to them and welcome to it. Welcome to the senseless community, uh, Henderson Michael. So, big time stuff. Awesome. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, that's why we missed last week. We do miss it every time we're gone, but we are back. And just in case you forgot in two weeks' time who we are, that would be ridiculous. But just in case, I'm at Walt Disney, the happiest host on earth. You took journalism. Yeah. Get out of here. And sitting across. The the ether, as I like to say, from me is PTO himself. Thank you, at Walsh Disney, back in the saddle, Mr. PTO at Still Smooth. I have a sexy voice. Champagne, mountain range, hugs. Here on a Wednesday, and what I do every week on this podcast is I bring you on this date. So on this date, June. 17th back in 1962 um jack nicholas wins his first major title uh beating famous arnold palmer by three strokes in an 18 hole playoff uh that was again this was the u.s open uh at oakmont country club um i'm actually not sure where oakmont is but i know that is uh a pretty famous course but yeah congratulations to (laughs) Jack Nicholas for his first win, uh, major win in the U.S. Open at Oakmont Country Club against uh, Sir Arnold Palmer. So that's on this date back in 1962. And he went on to win a bunch more. Yeah. Started something great. And we're going to move on to Random Thoughts. Don't worry. I'm not going to do what everyone thinks I'm going to do. Flip out, man. No, I'm saying... Well, I'm awake and I speak English, so yeah, I do know what you're saying. I'm in a brainstorm session. I think I just, yeah, I just had an idea. Isn't that weird? I will kick off random thoughts, actually, uh, with just, just, I like to, you know, bring something up and just let it, let the pieces fall where they may. So my two, my two headline words are buried treasure. Those are the big headline words. And they come from a couple of different treasure stories. Apparently, big big treasure finders making a comeback. Uh, the Colorado treasure, which um, 
was like this rich guy who buried this treasure in the hills, the mountains of Colorado. And it, it had like all this stuff, like actual gold, right? You know, gold bars, story. yeah, gold bars, like jewels, rubies, like actual buried treasure type of stuff. Um, and it was found because after 10 years, I think, yeah, it was like a long time. And, and I guess a lot of people, um, had looked for this thing, like in the, the I, I guess there's this like the underground, which is all, it's always underground treasure hunter community. Um, and a bunch of them had looked for it, hadn't been able to find it. One guy eventually like finally found it. I so, and I'm pretty sure a couple of people died actually looking for this yeah. thing. Yeah. Um. So he what ended up happening, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was he wrote a poem, correct? And it was a long poem with hints and clues as to where his um, buried treasure was, but. How cool would that be? It's just to be rich out of your mind where you're just old and you're at the end of your life and you're like, hey, I want something to hold me over for the next 10 years. I'm going to bury some treasure and watch the world just try and scramble yeah. to find it. You know? Isn't that kind of like <laughs> – That's just entertainment. I wasn't that kind of like his – his why he did it? Like wasn't he just I like, so. I want to leave a legacy and I want people to like have adventures like I had. Yeah, like so old-time treasure. Yeah, he tried to kick off this like whole new era of adventurous treasure-seeking. And he did this 10 years, not bad. I mean, it's not the one you're going to see in the movies. Like the, It's always like hundreds and hundreds of years. But hey, in the time we're in, to even 10 years is a long time for your treasure to be, to be hidden. Well, no, well done. Big, yeah. big ups very to good, both parties, good. the uh, hider and the finder. Yeah. The second one was um, a headline that I read and was very excited and then read the story and was, it was kind of not a downer as a story, but just like a kind of a letdown um, <laughs> because it was like this baseball card treasure that they were, they were like, ah, here's another treasure. And I thought that this guy had his huge card collection hit it he didn't he just had one and they're going through it but amazing baseball card collection this guy had six i think it was six signed babe ruth like rookie cards what worth like together they were worth a million dollars just those cards and whoa he had way more it's like like uh, the one of the the most important in like well-rounded and best cultivated baseball card collections ever. And he recently passed away and ah, the family is like going through it. And I guess, that, he, yeah, just amazing. That was my exact question. I was like, did this guy pass or why is this coming right now? Cause it's usually when like, Things are discovered. It's like someone dies, you know. Yeah. Why couldn't he have just enjoyed that? I mean, I don't know. Money is not it for everybody, you know. But like, if he could have sold off the cards and like gone on well, vacation yeah. with his family or something like that, or I, I don't know. So but I guess can you imagine finding something like that in your grandpa's like attic or something like that? Yeah. Would you hold on to it, or would you sell it, or would you keep half? So or it depends. So this was not like he didn't keep it a secret. Like this is. It was oh. well known that he had it. 
And like he would give off less, less, um, important, you know, like the less valuable ones. He would give those as like presents and, um, just like give them, give some to people. But this guy, he's been sending out, he would, he would send out these cards to teams to try and get like autographs and then have them sent back. And so, yeah, he's got like original (laughs) envelopes and all this stuff. Um, these are like cards from like the thirties, 20, like all this crazy stuff. Um, and I guess like he knew he didn't, he knew what he had. He, he he wasn't surprised by it, but like he knew what he had, but he didn't want to sell any of them. He just wanted to collect it for like baseball. Like this is his legacy is like this amazing thing that he had. And now he, like, I think they're going to give it to like, you know, probably the Baseball Hall of Fame or something like that. It belongs in a collection like that. Yeah. Especially if he was, like, writing with players. Like, who knows if they wrote back notes or whatnot. It's more than just cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, pretty cool. So, I, I don't know. I just love – I love a buried treasure story. Like, there was a National Treasure, one of my favorite. I love that movie. Indiana Jones, love them, those movies. Just buried treasures are so cool. And I feel like we're getting a comeback – and I'm super excited about it, and I, I would love to go on a, an adventure like that. I'm down. Let's, let's quit our jobs. Let's go. That too. I will just take a bunch of time off. PTO, you know all about it. Yay. We'll take PTO. It. We'll go find this treasure, then we'll quit our jobs. We will no longer need it. Down. Okay. Random thought, do you have one? I don't, man. I, yeah, this was a this was an all wash yeah. uh, all wash specials. I love it. Well, perfect. Buried treasure it is. Buried treasure it is. Check. Yep. And we've got some buried treasure questions for you in trivia. 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 <laughs> trivia, baby. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy. Gonna make that your final answer. You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? Last week's trivia question. Uh. Two weeks ago's trivia question was, how many touchdowns did Deion Sanders score in his career? How many touchdowns did Deion Sanders score in his career? So that's cumulative. All the touchdowns. And it was, answer in three, two, one, 22 touchdowns. A little breakdown for you. It was nine interceptions returned for a touchdown. It's a, that's a lot. Six yeah. six punt returns for a touchdown. Three kickoff returns for touchdown. Then he also had three receiving touch touchdowns. Uh, he did play re- receiver occasionally for the Cowboys. Um, and one fumble recovery for a touchdown. That's insane. That's yeah. That's that's amazing. What I w- I'm looking at this and I'm trying to think about what my favorite way to score would be. Pick your, pick the the one way that Deion Sanders scored that you would want to score. What would be most exciting? Pick six. Pick six. For okay. Sure. I've always thought that's that's like that's just such a, so devastating to the other It team. is. Not only do you take the ball away, but it's just like you score without the offense. To put points on the board without your offense on the field is is pretty dope. It's so sick. And the thing is, you would get that plate roaring. Yeah. But I feel like a punt return is probably the hardest out of all of these. 
And that's also I, another pretty swag play. I'm going to go kickoff return as my favorite just because, like, hopefully it's like 100, 102-yard return or something like that, you know, in your end zone just deep enough. Everyone's expe- It's in the end zone, so everyone's like, okay, he should kneel. Yeah. He should let this go. But you're like, you know, two middle fingers. Nope. I got this. I'm yeah. taking it out of the end zone and I'm just running it, <laughs> you know, whether it's up the gut or down the sideline, I'm just, I'm turning it on yeah. and everybody can see me yeah. and both sides are focused on me. The whole stadium's focused and you kick know, off I'm just running Kickoff return line. has the biggest like area for celebration before you're in the end zone. Oh yeah. Dude, like that's got oh, the yeah. biggest amount of high step yardage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. No, that's a, that's a great uh, that's a great trivia question. Thank you at Walt Disney, which brings me to this week's trivia question, which reads like this: Who was the first golfer to reach one million dollars in career earnings on the PGA Tour? One more time for those who were not listening: uh, Who was the first golfer to reach one million dollars in career earnings on the PGA Tour? You will find the answer. Next week on episode 117 of the Bold Nonsense podcast. But for but now, now, the news. To the uh, news. Tried <laughs> 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 to time it. Didn't work. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. Starting in the NFL, just a couple of stories. The Pro Bowl has been moved... To Las Vegas. It was in Hawaii. Then it was in Orlando, I think. Um, in Florida, though. And then now it's in Las Vegas. And I just feel like... like what is that is enough this? to get you out there? What? Is that enough to get you out there to a Pro Bowl? See, that's what I was thinking. Is that, <laughs> this is why the NFL did that. People want yeah. to go to Vegas anyway. Yep. Now, instead... Because, you know... Uh, actually, more people watch the Pro Bowl on TV than probably should. But <laughs> now I feel like they're just like, we're going to get a bunch of people to actually come to the game. To the because game. Because it'll be yeah. like wrapped up in Vegas, too. 100%. And you'll probably see players out walking about the nights before. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's going to be yes. sick, actually. BNP will need to... We'll need to make it down there. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. But what's it going to yes. do to the game? I feel like a bunch of hungover guys are going to be like, ah, try less than they did before. Yeah, try less than we were already trying. Yeah. <laughs> but I like uh, it. No, I, I love that, man. Um, you know, embrace Vegas is good. Has, yes, embrace Vegas. It It's... It's done so much for hockey, just the addition of a franchise in that location. Um, and I'm excited to see what it does for the uh, for the largest sport in our country. Um, but I think, yeah, as much as you can involve Vegas um, with the NFL, I think that's just a home run. Yeah. Okay, our last story in the NFL is uh, just a contract extension. 
Uh, 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan got a pretty big six-year deal. Six years. Six years. So usually an extension works on like, it's just added to the years you already have. But this is like a brand new deal. So he still they scrapped had, his old one, yeah. Yeah, so he still had three years on his old deal. And this is six more years scrapping the old one. So I didn't I didn't see the the money aspect of the deal, but it must be better to scrap the old the old deal, right? Oh, I would think so. And this is the this is the Niners just completely investing in a Super Bowl losing head coach. Tying their wagon to Kyle Shanahan. As I'm looking this up right now, do you like the move or no? Oh, I love it. Do you it. think Kyle Shanahan yeah, so is he is he worth it? I think so, because he just seems like a guy who... Look, he's got his scheme right now, but he seems like a guy who's going to keep evolving his scheme. Like, he's not going to... Like, the, everybody takes the pot shots at Sean McVay right now. Because he had his offensive scheme, and people figured it out, and he hasn't come up with a curveball or a second punch yet. I don't feel like that's Kyle Shanahan. I feel like he... He's always going to get it. And he's always going to be kind of in the forefront of offense. So, go for it. I like it. Um, I can't get the... I can't see get the actual dollar figure, but it says... Uh, blah, blah, blah. New deal. Make Shanahan one of NFL's five highest paid head coaches. So, hey, he's getting paid. Yep. Making getting money. paid. Okay, let's move on to the NBA, where just one story. Um, I, th- I think we've all heard that the NBA is coming back, and they're getting ready to go. But what is kind of under the radar, at least I think, is that players don't have to play if they don't want to. They can stay, they can stay home. They can choose that. Um, to that end, players have until June 24th, which is next week, to inform their team if they will participate in Orlando or not. So that's kind of one of the last... I put this on here because that's kind of one of the last details that we're looking for until we start to get these guys back in the gym. And and correct me if I'm wrong, if they decide not to participate in this league this this year, right? There's no repercussions they would lose out on the salary that they would have made playing those games there will be like a financial hit they're not they're not just going to get paid but um there's no like negative repercussions for saying hey this doesn't work for me correct yeah that's my understanding yeah Uh, but it would i mean it it is kind of interesting they'd have to i haven't seen the details i haven't heard anybody talk about the details of like what that does for your contract like is that another year? If you're not getting wow. paid, if you're not getting paid, then you're probably not losing a year. Mm. So that's that's probably what they're doing. Gotcha. That makes yeah. sense. Okay, so the NBA is figuring out what they're doing, and baseball isn't. Uh, <laughs> well done. As we move on to that, uh, I have this, this is the headline coming back? Question mark. At first, it read nah. not coming back. Then now it's changed to coming back because um, there was a new proposal given 
by the MLB. But first, um, the big the big drop, the big hammer was that the the big MLB said the MLBPA, so the players were not negotiating in good faith, which is a pretty big deal. Um, just I don't know. I think it kind of shows you where both parties are at. Like the players will not budge. Will will not move from everything that they want. Baseball's trying to figure it out. They keep getting stonewalled, and I don't. I think baseball's just like, okay, well, we've given you what five different proposals, and you haven't. You've given a a a reasonable counter proposal once so far. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I see that as bad faith. How do you see that? Don't you see? It? Like, how do you see this? I, I, the way I see it, I, I feel like the players are in the right. Uh, the, from my understanding, it's, it's been the MLB owners just proposing, making proposal after proposal after proposal, um, basically offering the same thing a bunch of different ways. Um, and I don't know. I don't know too much about it, the details. Um, but yeah. this whole thing about you know Rob Manfred Ooh. trying or now now supposedly stalling, you know, uh, uh, on on. I don't want to get too far into it. I don't. I don't think that it's as bad or like the MLB. PA has a too big of a black eye. I think it's more of the MLB owners and the commissioner that uh, I see getting the black eye in this uh, in this scenario. Yeah, I definitely see the commissioner getting a black eye, and I know people yeah. are more on the players' side, and I just can't figure out why. Yeah, because it's like so right now the estimation is that forty percent of the revenue that baseball brings in will be gone. Because you can't have um, fans in the stands. So that's 40% of revenue. That's going to be gone. And I feel like people are trying to uh, connect like the TV contract, the playoff TV contract that was just signed with this. But that's not really the same. That, and there's revenue sharing in baseball. If I'm, if I'm I mean, pretty sure, unless I'm way off base, but there's yeah. revenue sharing. And the players have a lot of power in baseball. And, like, the last proposal was 75 games, 80 to 85% of uh, the prorated salary, which is, the prorated salary is just, like, because there's less games, this is what you're getting paid, basically. Yep. Um, And it seems like 80 to 85%, if you can bump that to 90 Okay, the players are taking a 10% hit, which means the owners are taking 30% of that hit. Like, I don't I don't see why that's, like, the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's just my issue, is that, like, seems like the players said, this is what we want, and if you don't give us exactly what we want, we're not playing. Which is just kind of a spoiled brat move. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I haven't seen any meat in the middle from the players, which is my big frustration. But I can see, I know a lot of people are 
are not don't agree with me or say the players are in the right here. So I don't know. I mean, I'll, you're I'll you're you're a, fan, a way bigger fan of baseball, obviously, than myself, and I feel like where again, correct me if I'm wrong, but some of your view might be tied to hey man, like I want to see baseball coming back. Like let's make some concessions here and like let's just get to sport in front of everybody you know yeah, absolutely that is that is like spot on i'm just like yeah yeah i don't know maybe it's maybe it's a little cynical but to me it's just like players come and go owners own like we can find i don't know not to get too far into it and i talked about it a couple weeks ago i ranted but this is a little bit different so um yeah, we, we have a lack of faith between both the sides, I think. But the MLB is putting it officially as in you're negotiating in bad faith. And that's um, that can have a lot of implications on CBA agreements and all that kind of stuff. So we'll see. Right now, baseball is going in the wrong direction. That's for sure. But the new proposal is for 60 games. This is from the MLB to the players. 60 games, full prorated salary, and expanded playoffs. So expanded playoffs would get more people more money than usual. They would get their full prorated salary. And I know the players wanted more games, um, but baseball's got a pretty good reason for not wanting to play too many games. They want to avoid the fall because that's when people think, that depend, you know, COVID nineteen will re yep. re hit, so they want to get done before that. That's a pretty valid reason. I don't think you can that argue sense. that. That's <laughs> that a player sense. safety thing. So yeah. I, I think that's you can't. The players can't be like, see what they're trying to do to us now. They're gonna pay yeah. us, pay us for every game we play fully, get more playoffs so that more players get paid, and they're trying to protect us. How dare they? Like I don't know if you can fight that one. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's just frustrating. Damage is the future of baseball for, I think, going forward. If you don't get a season, like I've said before to multiple people, they're going, they're they're quickly heading towards. No offense, especially to you, to soccer, but soccer is not as big in our country, especially mm-hmm. compared to what we call the big three. But it's heading towards more of a soccer below a hockey area if they don't get the sport, like you said, out in front of people. Definitely. So, I mean, they can't even get their draft right. They put the draft in the middle of the f***ing day. Exactly. Sorry to the nephews, but uh, (laughs) I don't know. This just blows my mind. How can, there's no sports. You can't put it in prime time? I don't know, whatever. Uh, No. Did you watch any of that? No. It was in the middle of the day. I was at work. Oh, yeah. We were working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyway. No more ranting on that. But I will talk about our next story. The Yankees are a bunch of cheaters. Potentially. Burn them at the stake. Potentially. Remember all that mess from the Yankees with the Astros thing. Oh, they took away a, a World Series from us. You should let us be in the World Series. And let us play it again so we can win another title. Well, turns out in 2017, remember when the Red, the Red Sox and the Yankees were playing and the Yankees complained about the Red Sox using Apple Watches in the dugout? Well, 
both teams were fined once the, the league look in, looked into that incident. The Red Sox for using Apple Watches, and the Yankees were fined for, quote, violating a rule governing the use of the dugout phone, unquote. Hmm. Real vague. Yeah. So, a New York judge has recently ruled that a letter that, uh, from that incident, from the commissioner of baseball, Robert Manfred, to the Yankees should be made public. It was recently, it was previously oh, sealed. So he's one, okay. Yeah. So the Yankees are trying to keep it sealed with grievances <laughs> and all this kind of stuff because it would, quote, cause significant reputational injury to the oh, team, God. unquote. How so, about cheating? Yeah. It would be bad for the team. And I guess there's a quote from people who have read the letter that says it points at, like, significant cheating. Um, use of technology, all this kind of stuff. Whoa, Yankees. Glass house, throwing stones in glass houses. Throwing baseballs in glass houses. You heard it here first. Baseball, the MLB, is the new cycling. Just littered with cheaters. That is amazing. That is well done. I like that a lot. Yes. Uh, they're all over the place. It's just how much, how badly are you doing? Okay. Do you think the Mariners are cheating? But do you think everybody in the MLB cheats? But you, just some teams are just better at it. Well, there's baseball, like stealing signs without the use of technology or replay or whatever. Well, you can stuff. do that, right? That, yeah, that is a long baseball tradition that is encouraged. Yeah. You, once you throw technology into it, it's it's you got. There's a very fine line between what's the game, the tradition of the game. And what is a athletic advantage or an advantage? It's it's so funny because to me it's like baseball is this historic game that honors you know the past and integrity and stuff like that. But the more and more we see, or the the further and further like we expose some things, like the more that's coming up, and it's just like you know pe- people are cheating everywhere. You know, yeah. like to me this just seems like the exact opposite of what I saw baseball ass you know dirty yeah the dirty underbelly of baseball is the dirty underbelly yeah there is a pretty it's a pretty it's like bottom side of the Roomba dirty oh yeah we don't necessarily want to look at it (laughs) exactly um but yeah yeah i feel like the difference is like if you're not using technology and your signs can be stolen that's on you that means your signs are too simple but once you start using technology now it like takes it out of my signs can be great, but you can still figure it out. So it kind of takes it off of the... The onus is off of the team it's being stolen from. But we should move on. We've got some golf stuff to talk about. The, uh, the Charles Schwab Challenge, it's hard for me to say, was... Uh, the leaderboard was great. That was awesome. The people in the playoff ended up I believe two out of three were like lesser names, right? Mm-hmm. But still had a playoff and with a good leaderboard. Like, I thought it was fun. Going into Sunday, I think there's like seven people tied for first and second place. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I was definitely watching. Like I said, I was all weekend, I was pretty much helping fam with family stuff. But uh, I had the phone, I was downloading apps, I had 
iPads running so that I could keep watching golf and either without I didn't you know I didn't have to miss anything. Um, but of course the th- one thing I did hear was that Ricky Ricky Fowler the People's Champ was the only one to say yeah go ahead and mic me up. He was the <laughs> only one to like voluntarily be like yeah I don't care you can mic me up. I love it. Which is classic Ricky. Ricky is flying towards where Phil is right now. Where Lefty is right now. Yes. And speaking of Lefty. Hello everyone. Let's all hit bombs and showcase those calves. That's what I'm going to do today. Happy 50th birthday to Phil Mickelson, the most beloved Lefty. Oh yeah. We, uh, we, we, got, we were in Arizona visiting our best bud uh, at St. Bale's. And we went and took a tour of ASU, and we got to remember seeing his like his uh, collegiate trophies in oh, the yeah. in the cases and everything like that. I, yeah. I love it. Uh, big Phil Mickelson fan. I wanted to read off some uh, accolades here. Um, so he's won forty four uh, events on the PGA Tour, including five major championships, three Master titles in two thousand four, two thousand six, and two thousand ten. PGA Championship in 2005 and the Open Championship in 2013. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Guy is, I mean, he's always known as the the guy Tiger was beating, right? Yeah. Like if yeah. Tiger if Tiger wasn't around, if there was no Tiger, um, Phil would be, you know, one of the all-time in the top 3 up there with Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicklaus, yep. and it'd be Lefty. But instead it's yep. Tiger. And, yeah. and Phil kind of drops, drops a bit. But you know, if Tiger wasn't there, it would be him. And great personality. I feel like he's. This is the way I've always seen it. Um, Tiger is to MJ as Phil is to Magic. Like Ty, Tiger and Jordan are the the goats, right? Yeah. But in terms of just the best ambassador for the sport, the personality, yeah. the smile, you know, the the jokes, feel yes. like it's it's magic in his fill. It looks like you are a hundred percent right. Could not have no one could have said it better. Um, you know, Tiger and and MJ are the goats, rightfully so. Uh, but Phil, like you were saying about magic, he just looks like he enjoys life. You know. Yeah. Always has a smile. Doesn't take uh, himself too seriously. I, no, I would choose to golf with Phil a hundred times out of a hundred if I got the option to choose between Phil and Tiger. It'd be awesome to Phil or to Phil to golf along Tiger. But if I wanted to have a good time, which I do on the golf course, it would be Phil. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so happy birthday to him and um, yeah, great guy. Great guy. When I was not hitting bombs, my confidence was low. When I started hitting bombs, my testosterone came back to hit bombs. Speaking of people that we would like to play with on on the golf course, maybe even play as PGA 2K21. Just, just, this is all I got. Ads. Ads. Major ads. For PGA 2K21. That looks yes. like it's, it's going to be so fun. I cannot I believe. Wait. Do we have a date? Is that coming out in August? 21st, I think, maybe? 
Uh, looked at it, but yeah. Are, are you you're buying it, right? Oh yeah, I already looked into pre-ordering it. Couldn't figure it yes. out yet, but I'm going to. Uh, yeah, it's 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 as soon as possible. Um, I'm yeah, so excited. You've got a good golf game right now, and apparently this one is supposed to be just as good. Yeah, this. Um, yeah, I'm very excited. If you have not seen the. Um, the trailers for it again, PJ Tour 2K21. Look I think it up. Justin Tom, yeah, I think Justin Thomas is the featured athlete on the front. I think so. If I'm not so. mistaken, I think so. But yeah, um, the but career yeah. mode. I can't wait to to go in career mode, deep dive on that. Um, but if you can't go career mode, so you can't play as yourself. Uh-huh. You had to play as a player. Who is that player that you would play as? Uh, I think I'm going JT. Okay. I'm actually, I think I'm actually going JT. Or, uh, let me think. You go. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. Maybe DJ. Okay. DJ, but I feel like, ah, he's not as good around the greens. I might even just be Rick. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, some rig would be that'd be pretty fun. Some orange jumpsuits. That's what I, I need. Like somebody who's good around the maybe it's lefty man. Yeah, because I'd rather be good be around the green in the game because I feel like that's where I would I would suck <laughs> as a game. Real life translates to gamer life pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's what I'm jealous of. Because I can't yeah. do it in real life, so I'd want to be really good at it in the game. That's so funny. Yeah. Something like that. Are you sticking with JT? I'm going to stick with JT. Okay. Well, um, everybody let us know who you would play with in PGA 2K21. Uh, if you couldn't, obviously, do your career mode. But while you think about that, we are going to get you ready and be ready to play at some recess. Recess! Let's play some games! I want to play a game. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Okay, this week's recess is Back Alley Brawl. A classic and an original bold nonsense game. You know, a lot of times we take games that people play before and we twist them into our own madness, our own nonsensical entertainment. But this is, I mean, fairly, fairly, like, I don't know. I don't want to say unique because it's not. But fairly creative and um, original game. BMP branded. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to do that. Uh, for those of you who maybe new, don't know about the game, this is the whole premise is who would you want on your team if a back alley brawl broke out? So you get cha- you're in your favorite bar, some meathead comes in, starts spouting off, being way too loud. You decide you're feeling a little bit ballsy, maybe you've had one, four, five drinks. And you're like, hey, man, why don't you keep it down? He challenged you. He's like, all right, let's go outside. We're back in the back alley. And who's your team versus his team? 
That's what we're going to get to. Are you ready? We have four people each. So I'm five ready. on a team with us, four more. You want to go first? Uh, I, even, I even have a, a team theme. It's the, the the big beef stick boys, just big beefy boys. Big beef, big beefy boys. Okay. Yeah. Mine, another, I another tried to go beef. theme and then was like, eh, kind of lost it. And it's a really weird theme, so it's just like, yeah, no, whatever. Originally, my theme was cartoon, uh, like, athletes. Like, at cartoons that are either based around sports or cartoon characters that have played sports. Like, like who? Like, who, who would have been one? You'll hear. Oh, okay. Sweet. <laughs> well, I'll kick it off with... Uh... With uh, post-COVID um, timeout, Bryson DeChambeau. So, I all knew swollen. You, knew you were going to all, do that. All huge, all jacked up back, Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, he looks like if he lands a punch, uh, it's going to do some damage. I think it might. I don't know how well it's going to translate to the, uh, the course. Because he does look a little bit more rigid and a little less fluid, but uh, I'm going to go Bryson DeChambeau with my first overall draft pick. It's, it's always good to know that your team's better than the other person's team after the first one. <laughs> he'll be so busy calculating how to throw a punch <laughs> that he'll just get knocked right in the face by one of my people. My first one, he'll, my weakest link can be this guy. My first flubber from the movie. What? Flubber. No. Yeah. It's like an invincible goo that thinks. If if anyone can take down flubber, it's the scientist. He's it's not Bryce a scientist. He's oh, a he beefed up. He's, he's Dr. Jekyll at this point. <laughs> Guy can barely move. No, Fair flubber enough. will take him on. I like that. That was the so, weirdest okay. one. That's the weirdest one I have. I see where you're going with now. Uh, I hope you know this reference. Do you remember the uh, boxer, Butterbean? Oh, yeah. Six feet, 400 plus pounds. World Athletic Association, heavyweight champion, and IBA superweight champion, Butterbean. you familiar with that guy? I do. I remember him. Yeah. Say no more. Big white guy in the alley. Just just throwing A-makers. Just laying it down. Yeah. Just throwing some weight around. Checkmate. <laughs> checkmate? Maybe it would be checkmate, but I don't have... Let me see. No no Johnny Knoxville on my team. <laughs> <laughs> instead, <laughs> nice, nice. Instead, instead <laughs> I have Tasmanian Devil from Space Jam. Okay, he was the enough. bruiser in the middle, man. Elbows out. You come in here, you get knocked on the floor. Tasmanian gotcha. Devil, my power forward. That keep keep the elbow sharp. I'm going low to high. Gotcha. I'm low to high. So I haven't even gotten my best one yet. Um, I do like the Johnny Knoxville reference. Wasn't that when? Aren't they in a? De, it's department store boxing, isn't it? Isn't that what yeah, it is? Yeah. Except Johnny Knoxville doesn't even like throw any punches. He just gets. He just punched. gets knocked. Yeah. And doesn't he knock him out and then Johnny Knoxville like falls and cuts his head open on a counter? Yeah, really bad. Yeah. Really bad. What a dumb thing. I gotta watch this again. Early 2000s <laughs> is a hell of a time. Um, this guy isn't 
a prototypical BBB big beef boy, but um, just a athlete, a giant athletic human. Which I was looking through some uh, NFL rankings the other day, some fantasy rankings, and I really like. I'm going to go with OJ Howard. Yeah, just I, a big athlete. Yeah, who a I big think, boy. Who I who I just think can make some moves. An athletic. He's by far the most athletic. I yeah. believe on my squad, but again, I don't know how he can fight or anything like that. But I feel like I need some quick movement. But I still need a big body to satisfy the team. Yeah, he's a bit. He's for your team. He's your mover and your shaker. Yes, he's still a big guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, my third. I'm gonna go with um, this. Is a deep cut. Wild Wing from the Mighty Ducks animated show. Do you ever watch that? Uh, it, was I a, don't... it was a mighty so they were like actual ducks and they were a hockey team but they also were like they they were like superheroes and they would they would fight like in space they had a they had a oh. spaceship that was like a looked like a duck and wildwing was the leader wildwing flashblade yeah flashblade Oh, and he's got the mask and everything? Okay, yeah. No, I do remember him. Yeah. I had an action figure. What a great I, show. I had an action figure of him. So he's always been one of my favorites. Really? That's yep. that's pretty sick, actually. Yep. yep. The Wayne Gretzky of Animated Mighty Ducks. You know I hate to give your, um, your back alley brawl team. I actually see this action figure that you have. Uh, oh, yeah? Yes. Yeah, I see it online. It's oh, pretty yeah. dope. Yeah. But that big props to that pick. I like that a lot. Okay, your last um, gentleman. My last gentleman, not quite a fighter, but I think it would just be pretty funny to add him into the mix just because I have huge, you know, six footers, 400 plus pounds. OJ Howard, six, what, three? Probably more okay. than that. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, who knows how much he weighs now. Yeah, it's a hard to tell guy. with all that steroid weight. <laughs> I guess we'll find out later. Um, but a stocky guy and a big boy in himself. But I just thought this would be funny to like look at my gang, look at my back alley brawl team, and just have this guy added. Danny DeVito. It just that that would be the little comical aspect, you know, just all these huge guys and then four ten Danny DeVito. Because you're so, you're all worried about everybody up top and then down low Danny DeVito's just nutting people the whole time. There you go. Or maybe they lose track of him and, and, and Danny DeVito climbs a fire escape and then goes pile driver down onto one of the guys. I don't know. Yeah. He, he's the wild card. Dude. I love, honestly, I love that because it is such a funny picture. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. You can see like the camera. If you're like a single close-up shot of a camera going across the faces of your team. And yeah. that awesome gag they always do where it's like it goes across and then just drops down to the yeah. really short guy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Love it. Well, kind of along those same lines, I thought that my fourth would be really funny to add. It would be the same gag where it's like going across everybody, although Flubber is really small, I guess. Uh, but my fourth is Patches O'Houlihan. Yes. <laughs> just yes. he's. Oh my god, I just envisioned Patches O'Houlihan fighting Danny DeVito, and it's one of my favorite <laughs> things in the entire world. That would be the matchup, too. Yeah. Just the comments that would fly back and forth. And then my thinking as a good fighter, you got to have the dirty fighter. 
and he would yes. be mine as like people are fighting and all of a sudden you just get brained by a wrench cuz he's just <laughs> he's just tossing tools at people has this full bag of wrenches yeah i don't know it just added so much color to the visual <laughs> i'm glad we had a little bit of sauce at the end yeah some some wild cards you got to have yeah okay there we go that's back alley brawl Re- uh just uh, real quick re visit Re-establish? What the hell is that word? Um, recap. That's a revisit. Recap. Re- recap your uh, team. Bryson DeChambeau, Butterbean, O.J. Howard, Danny DeVito. And mine is Flubber, Tasmanian Devil, Wild Wing Flashblade, and Patches O'Houlihan. I love the Flash. Well, that... I'm looking at these toys right now on on oh. on the in, intro intro web. Favorite what got to be a top five favorite action figure from my childhood. That's freaking sweet. Yeah. Uh, Back alley brawl is freaking sweet, and this episode <laughs> has been freaking sweet. But we are done. That's really all we got for you. Again, not a lot happening this week, but enough that we could get back on and talk about some stuff. Um, so there we go. As I breaking, MLBPA wants more games from MLB. <laughs> yeah, we're not getting baseball. <laughs> breaking news. That happened. That literally news. happened right now. We're not getting baseball. <laughs> Everybody enjoy that. Wrap it up. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go cry. But in the meantime, find us on Twitter, bold underscore nonsense, Instagram, bold dot nonsense, or email us at. Boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Send all your complaints about the MLB season not happening to that email. Yeah, wax poetic on there and we'll all cry together. Um, <laughs> expect the show on Saturdays. Best place to find it, iTunes and Spotify. Those are number one, number two. Number three, probably SoundCloud, actually. Uh, and then okay. iHeartRadio is number four there. On iTunes and Spotify, if you would like to uh, leave us a, a review... That would be amazing. Helps people find the show. A rating would be in, impeccable um, for the same reasons. It really does help us out. And But other than that, let's say bye to the people. Great to be back. Sad baseball's not going to happen ever. Woof. My name is still Smooth. Much love. I'm at Walt Disney. If you love it, love us. Uh, this is Bold Nonsense. This is episode 116. This is my last time crying about baseball, and this is your invitation to stay senseless. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go. Go.